Imagination is funny. It makes a cloudy day sunny. Makes a bee think of honey. Just as I, I think of you. Imagination. I love those lyrics. And I love how when we utilize our imagination mixed with a little faith, that can help us see what we want to see and actually shape our reality. But how can you have faith in something when you can't see it and yet you need it so much? Could it be that you're pushing away the very thing you want most? And how do you reset and become a magnet for what you want? Well, stick around and we're going to get to that today in today's episode. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is part three of a six-part series on your mental faculties. And today we're talking about imagination. And it's, it's honestly, it's one of your superpowers. And a lot of us don't realize that. I certainly did, didn't. And I, I always thought, oh, I'm not creative. And I hear a lot of people say that, but everyone is creative. You just have to learn how to tap into that imagination. And you know what? We're using our imagination all the time, really. We're just not realizing that we're doing it. So I want to help you become a magnet for everything that you want. Now, think about imagination. Think back to when you were a kid in school. You know, we're taught to use, or before we were in school, actually, we're taught to use our imagination because it kind of gets us out from under our parents' feet and we're playing with the pots and pans and doing all this and that and the other thing and having a, a great old time. But when we go to school, we're taught that imagination is daydreaming, and it's not necessarily a good thing. You know, we're like, quit looking out the window. Will you look at me and pay attention when I'm talking to me? You know, we're taught to learn and live through what we see, taste, touch, smell, and hear. But the truth of the matter is, is we were born to use our imagination. We actually think in pictures. And there was a chiropractor... Dr. Thurman Fleet in San Antonio back in 1934, who understood this. He realized that as humans, we think in pictures. And he realized that there was a problem in the healing arts community. He actually um, realized that when his patients could visualize wellness in a certain part of their body, that it actually would help speed up their recovery. But when people were faced with a challenge where they had a mental roadblock, he realized we didn't have an image to work with. Okay, so think about this. If I asked you to imagine you're holding a lemon in your hand and you can see the peel in your mind's eye, you can see the color of the skin, maybe even the thickness and the texture of the skin, you can um, feel the weight of the lemon in your hand almost. Maybe you even pretend that you're taking a knife and you're cutting that lemon in half and you squeeze the lemon, you see the juice 
kind of dripping off of your hand. And now I want you to take that lemon and pretend that you're bringing it up to your mouth and take a bite. Now, do you feel the little twinge in the back of your mouth? I can, I, just even thinking about it. But that's how powerful your imagination is. It actually can elicit a response in your body. And you weren't actually cutting a lemon. As far as I know, I certainly wasn't. And I could feel the effects of that. And I've done this a million times. So if I asked you, for example, to think of that lemon, you could see a picture. You see an image. And that image stirs up. Um, feelings in your body, right? If I asked you to think of your car, if you have a car, you could think of your car, the color of it, the shape of it, the make and model. If I asked you to think about your front door, you could bring a picture, an image onto your mind, onto the screen of your mind and imagine which direction that door opens, the texture, the color, the size of the door, right? So Dr. Thurman Fleet understood that when it comes to the mind, since we do think in pictures, we didn't have an image to work with because most people, if I were to ask you to think of an image of the mind, most people would think of the brain. But the brain is not your mind. The mind is in every cell of your being. The mind is your energy. The brain is just an organ in your body. And remember, your body is an instrument of your mind. That's how powerful your mind is. That's how powerful your imagination is. So I'm going to share a personal story with you about when I made that transition to becoming an entrepreneur and starting my business and some of the drama I was dealing with at the time and how I used my imagination and everything changed for me in my circumstance within a matter of a day or two. So as I was um, bringing on clients into my business and figuring all that stuff out, my husband decided, you know, you're retiring from the military in a couple of months and I attended your retirement ceremony. I, I think I would like to retire too. And I was like, uh, okay, we weren't financially planning for that, but you know, okay, we'll be fine, whatever. So he decides to retire. He puts in his retirement paperwork and it gets denied. And to make matters worse, he got an assignment to, um, gosh, I think it was Illinois or some other place in the U.S. And at the time, not only we, were we receiving our military pay, we were active duty military, but we were also receiving housing allowance and we were stationed in Hawaii at the time. So the housing market, it's really expensive. Rent is really expensive. Even to rent something on base was around 4000 a month. So that was a lot of, of money. And so if I was to get out and retire, which the ball was al already rolling, I, it was done, and he moved to Illinois, I told him, well, you're going to be able to retire in less than 12 months. By the time you move to Illinois, get checked in, do your assignment, and then out process to get out, you're probably only going to spend about seven months there. So it doesn't make sense for me to move with you because I'm starting my business and I'm building clientele right here in Hawaii. I'm making that transition. So we thought he was going to Illinois, but with that would take a huge pay cut in our housing allowance. And we owned a house at the time. So I was freaked out. And I had this envelope and I can still picture it in my mind, this like scrap piece of paper. And I wrote down four different financial scenarios that could potentially happen. And they were all horrible. And I was stressing over it. And I was like laboriously calculating and recalculating. And I mean, I'm sure my calculations were wrong and they would have been. 
And I was just working myself up into a spin and just things were just getting worse and worse and worse. Well, in the midst of my freak out and really (laughs) trying to get my business to take off, a couple of client credit cards didn't process. Their payments didn't go through. And I didn't know what was what. And then I was like, oh my God, where's the money going to come from? And I was freaked out and I I was making it worse. And I'm like, shut up, stop, sit your tushy down and think about, get into your imagination and imagine the outcome you want. Think about your goal, your vision. What do you want to transpire And so I took about 15 minutes to kind of like bring it down about 10 notches, and I imagined what I wanted. Well, the next day, um, I actually had two clients. Uh, One called me and said, hey, and he was local, could, I, I haven't talked to you in a while. I want to meet you for coffee. Let's connect. And can I, how much do I owe you? And it was a few thousand dollars at the time. And he's like, can I just bring you a check? And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And then that happened with another client who was not local and just wanted to pay in the balance in full. Same thing. Um, I was like, sure, great. Um, And then I was kind of in this, this great happy place of living and viewing my life from the image that I created in my imagination instead of acknowledging the circumstances. And things started to shift for me. But here's the other crazy thing. My husband, um, he he shouldn't have had his assignment canceled, but it was like one thing after another where he wasn't being taken care of, where he was supposed to get on a plane without me with his household goods like in less than a week. And we hadn't even had like travel orders, like any kind of arrangements made for the move. And so he contacted what we call the inspector general at the Air Force level at the time. And and they said, we will have this handled in within 24 hours. Within 24 hours, his assignment got canceled. And actually, it shouldn't have been canceled. It was just such a weird twist of events and energy. Um, And so then we were able to both retire and everything kind of went on its way and worked out. But that's how powerful your imagination is. Remember, I've talked about in previous episodes that everything is energy. Einstein said, Everything is energy, that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. This is not philosophy, this is physics. Everything's energy, our thoughts are energy and we literally can become our thoughts. Like energy attracts like energy. And so I've illustrated this before. You know, you can feel someone's energy when they walk into a room and they're in a stanky mood. You can feel it. You don't want to be around it. You can feel somebody's energy when they're gregarious and happy and just enlivened. You want to be around that person. Well, like attracts like. So that energy is attracting other thoughts that are in harmony with that. You know, I I knew somebody who... um, gosh, it seemed like everything bad would always happen to him. The hits kept coming. And he's like, oh, call me lucky. But it was his energy. He was, you know, we perpetuate those same thought processes, which after those thoughts and those ways of thinking, we attract the results that correspond with that. So I was able to shift in, in a really short amount of time by one, recognizing that I was in a tailspin and that my freaking out wasn't solving anything. I wasn't helping my situation. So I recognized what I was going through in that moment. 
I made the decision that I don't want to feel like this anymore. I want to change this. I'd rather think of solutions. I want to think about my vision for my goal. I want to feel at ease and joyful. I don't want to feel stressed out about money. I want to feel relaxed and groovy about it. So that was another decision I made. I took a time out. I put myself in a time out and thought about the end. And I viewed the world from from the end, from the goal. And that's what opened me up to possible solutions and perspectives. If I had been in that that tailspin in my mind and that client called me about meeting for coffee, I probably wouldn't have taken the call. I probably would have been too focused about my problems that I wouldn't have even answered the phone or known why he was calling. And that could have been a missed opportunity. How many times do we do that? How many times do you do that? And I don't want that for you. So this is how you can effectively um, use your imagination. Um, It's kind of crazy, right? But it's not. It's how your mind works. It's how energy works. So as we um, wrap up today's episode, this is really short and sweet. You know, I want you to apply this into your life today. And I'm always asking you, there's a theme here, we're always ending every episode with getting in alignment with our goal, with our wish, our dream fulfilled, and living from that end. So let's take a few minutes right now to get you to relax and be present and get connected with your breath. I want you to get connected with your vision, your goal. Maybe it's your overall vision for your life, but maybe it's um, a little stretch goal on the way to that big vision. Maybe you have a stepping stone that you're reaching toward. And I want you to bring that to mind. So take a deep breath in through your nose and exhale. Take another deep breath in through your nose and exhale slowly and completely. And last, take another deep inhale through your nose and hold it. And now exhale fully and completely. And I want you to bring to mind something that you want to be, do, or have. Start to see an image in your mind's eye of that thing, that relationship, that situation that you're experiencing. And try to take it in through your five senses. And look around. Who's sharing in this moment with you? How does it feel being you, achieving this goal? Maybe reach out to shake someone's hand or give them a hug. Take in the sounds, the conversations you might be having, the scents in the room or outside. Anything you can do to make this 
more real. Because your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. And this is how you begin to make what's imagined come to fruition. And allow that script and that scene to play out. Remember to get into the feeling of that wish fulfilled. And remember that feeling always precedes a physical manifestation. Always. How does it feel being you right now? Welcome back, everyone. And take a few moments, um, either right now or after we end our little session together, to write down anything that you saw in your mind's eye. Build upon that. Journal about it. And write down any sparks of inspiration. And take that inspired action. That's how you advance that image in your mind. Um, I want you to tune in next week because we can create these images in our imagination, but what happens when circumstances happen around us that are contrary to what we just created in our imagination? We want to get everybody on board with it. So how do you hold that image on the screen of your mind uh, regardless of what's going on around you? And to do that, you want to strengthen a part of your mind, one of your mental faculties called your will. And that's what we're going to be talking about next week. So I want you to join us and you're going to get so much out of it. But until then, I want you to go on to ratracereboot.com and let us know what you thought about today's episode. Share the word. um, Give us a review. I do read them. It's really important. And it's also really helpful with algorithms so that other people can become aware of the work we're doing together. So join us next week on ratracereboot.com and listen wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm excited to see you. But until then, remember, everything is created twice. First in your mind, in your imagination, and then in physical form. See you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.